I'm Lynn Nash, your host of Let's Talk About Conflict. So you may be thinking, why would I ever want to talk about conflict? Why would I want to listen to someone talk about conflict? Who in their right mind would ever say, let's talk about conflict? Well, maybe you've hit it right there. Am I in my right mind? Yeah, actually I am. But I think about this all the time. And so you may be asking yourself a really important question. Why do I want to talk about conflict? Well, here's the baseline answer. Because just like death and taxes, conflict is going to happen. You know, you can fill in some other words here too. Other times I probably will. I don't have the nicest, cleanest, uh, bestest language, but I'm working on it all the time. Ever a work in progress. So the next thing you may think to yourself is, yeah, but I'm just a conflict avoider. I don't, I don't want to get into conflict. I, I love it when people say, no, 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 I'm a conflict avoider. And I have a simple answer to that. Then don't get out of bed. There is no way to truly avoid conflict in this life. Do you leave your house? Do you get in a car and drive somewhere? Do you get on public transit and go somewhere? You will have to interact. You will have to figure out how to get through something that didn't go the way you thought it was going to, or that rubbed you the wrong way, or that you didn't know how to process because that's just not how it's ever happened before. And now what? Conflict. Conflict happens. So why should you listen to this podcast? There are plenty of choices out there. Why listen to me? Well, I think that's simple too. The goal with Let's Talk About Conflict is to learn better ways to manage yourself in situations when conflict arises. So the next thing you're probably thinking is, why should you trust me? Who am I? Well, I'm Lynn Nash. Hi, nice to meet you. And I am the daughter of a public school teacher, retired, and a minister, retired, both still living though. Yay. I am divorced. So I have been through a terrifically awful process, but I've also been remarried for 26 years now. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for staying with me for 26 and hopefully more and more and more years. Marriage has lots of conflict. Divorce has lots of conflict. That's things I've lived through, I've thought about, and I've come up with some good strategies around. I am the mother of three boys and one girl. Yes, that would be four children. Yes, four. Uh, Matthew, Sam, James, Henry, and Olivia. We have we have seen lots of conflicts. <laughs> we have seen lots of conflicts in transition periods and times when I needed to stop and listen to understand. And I need you to stop and listen and understand. And we break it down and we use communication and we try to work through the conflict and not avoid the conflict. I also have an undergraduate degree in communication from Texas A&M University right here. This little buddy, this this ring, um, earned not given for all my Aggies out there. You know what I mean? For any of you non-Aggie fans, it's going to be okay. I do not reference everything maroon. I might bleed it, but I promise you it won't be all over you all the time. I have a master's degree in conflict resolution and restoration from Abilene Christian University, uh, which is a school here in Texas. And that degree really set me down the path of learning more and more about alternative dispute resolutions, ADR about how people feel and how people need help finding ways to get through something. Now, I don't in any way want to give you the impression I'm a therapist because I'm not. My degree is in conflict resolution. My degree is in helping people move through 
a singular process, not lots and lots of them, but a singular process. In fact, I had friends when I did that master's degree who said, we really thought you'd go get a degree in counseling. And I said, why? That's not what I do. I can't don't think I, I don't think I made for that. I want to get in. I want to think it through. I want to help you come up with strategy. And you know, about the third or fourth time I've mentioned it and you just don't want to do it, I'm probably out which is great because that's that's what I do for a living. That is not being a therapist. So in no way do I want to take anybody down a path thinks that I'm trying to do that. I am not. And so after I finished the degree in conflict resolution, I was working um, around court systems and working with a lot of attorneys. And uh, it really yanked my chain and, and really kind of said, oh, you can't be a mediator. You don't have a JD. You're not an attorney. Basically, like, magically being an attorney meant you'd be a, you'd know everything about mediation. It's like, okay, fine. And um, in Texas terms, you might hear someone say, hold my beer. I'm going to hold my beer and I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, my husband would say, just tell her she can't do it and she'll go prove you wrong. She'll, you know, go bleed until it's done. That was kind of how I found myself in law school. That gets you about one semester through. Uh, if you don't know, law school is a three-year process. If you do it in a part-time program like I did, I did it in three and a half years. It's not uh, It's not for the faint of heart. That's hard. It is really hard to go to law school. Um, and I did it as an adult with three kids at home in, in grade school and and it was a beating, but I'm glad I did it is I do think it has made me a better mediator in the end. So beyond getting a JD from Texas A&M University School of Law, yeah, I said there's a lot of maroon in my timeline. Just hang with me. I also earned a license. And so I am eligible to practice law in the state of Texas, but that's not what I do. So hang on. Here is what I do for a living. I am a full-time attorney mediator, which simply means that I think about difficult situations and strategies and negotiation for a living. That's what I do. I don't think what I do is overly complicated, but I deal with really complicated things all day, every day. And so as a neutral mediator, which is what I do in the process of mediation, I help people find solutions for their conflicts. So when people come to me to help them with the mediation, it's usually because there's an open court case and they've been ordered to mediation or they've elected to go to mediation as part of the litigation process. But I also help people in what we call pre-suit mediation, which is where people use the mediation process to avoid starting a, a litigation if at all possible. Not always. But, but sometimes it kind of sol solves some of the problems. It, it's not a yes or a no. The process of mediation is one of the alternative dispute resolution ADR processes that are out there. Um, it is the one that I feel the strongest about and feel like it really allows people to feel controlled and feel that they, they have a say in their outcome. Um, I love to tell people that when you go to court in a lawsuit, the answer is yes or no to the pleadings. So if something's not in your pleadings, they can't even give you a yes or no. Where you come to mediation, we can make the pie as big as you need to make it. Um, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, but we're going to focus on what we've got to get done. If you want to be in control, come to mediation. If you want the judge or jury to tell you yes or no, by all means, litigate your case. Some cases should be litigated. I'm not that mediator, but a, a lot of stuff really gets taken care of in an ADR process and people leave feeling a little more in control. What else about me? 
uh, home base for me is here in lovely Dallas, Texas. This is my office that I am speaking to you from. I have a home office you'll probably see along the way too. And I conduct mediations in person out of this office as well as um, meet people and, and do a lot of writing, doing a lot of writing right now because I have a lot of CLE, continuing learning education talks coming up. And so I'm trying to make sure I put the right things on the table. So this is this is where all the special sauce gets made. Here you go. If you know anything about Texas in general or the Dallas area in general, it's pretty big. <laughs> things really kind of are bigger in Texas. But this, the area of Dallas-Fort Worth is a very large area and I'm, I'm very proud to call it my home. But I have lived in other places. I lived in the Atlanta area, specifically in Alpharetta, and I lived in the Baltimore, Maryland area, and I lived north of Towson out in beautiful Baltimore County, which is one of the most beautiful places I've ever lived. And I made a million friends along the way and have had the great privilege of being a friend in return to a lot of those people who are probably going to listen to this and support me. So thanks, y'all. I can mediate here in Dallas in person, but you know, the beauty of the internet is I can mediate for people just about anywhere. Thanks um, Zoom and, and COVID for teaching us. We really can learn new tricks and we really can go out and do other things. So most of my casework as a mediator is here in Texas, but I have served parties in Florida and Tennessee and North Carolina um, on the other end of a Zoom line. And that's fine. It really has made the cost of helping people through mediation lower by by making this opportunity available on the internet. So that's a lot about me and about my daily job, although we'll probably talk more about that as the show goes on. But I want to circle back and, and remind you again that truly the goal of Let's Talk About Conflict is to teach. I am in no way giving out legal advice. Uh, insert legal disclaimer here. The disclaimer is loud and proud on my website. I do mean it. I am an attorney, but I promise I am not trying to be your attorney. I want to be someone who helps you understand the who, what, where, and why of conflict. I want you to understand it. You know, if you can name it, you can get through it, right? That's part of it. Along the way, I'm going to explain the legal alternative dispute resolution processes, hopefully have some friends come over and help explain how they work through conflict within their jobs or relationships as the show evolves. I hope you'll stay with us. As this is our first year, it is going to be a massive learning curve for me. <laughs> so along the way, send us an email through the website, let's talk about conflict.com. Or you can drop us a message on Instagram, which is also Let's Talk About Conflict. And we will answer those and, and take everything to heart and see what we can do. I've had a lot of my friends say, what are you going to talk about? And I think the simple answer is we're going to talk about a lot of different things and get hopefully feedback from people who are listening and find out which direction this makes sense. I think it's important that we... I told you up front where I come from and who I am and all the things I've been through in my life because I've done a lot of living and that living always comes into play when I'm talking about conflict and when I'm talking about how to try and help people. So if we're talking about life, let's talk about life. You want to talk about work? We can talk about work. You want to talk about the legal perspective and in how to be strategic and how you negotiate through a conflict. We can talk about that too. 
I'm going to leave this up to you to some degree, as long as I feel like it's still in my ability to teach on the subject, that will be my pleasure. And speaking of teaching, one of my favorite things to do is coach ADR teams for Texas A&M University School of Law. And so I am going to get off this so that I can go meet with them. Thanks for listening. This is show one and we'll move into our next section over the next few weeks and your feedback really does matter. So let us hear from you and thanks for tuning in. Bye.